Hello listeners, welcome to the 10x growth strategies podcast. I'm Madhvi Ravnan, a services R&D leader at Nokia. Today let's go meet Jayashree Sundaresan and talk to her about becoming by Michelle Obama. Hi Jayashree, welcome to the 10x growth strategies podcast. And maybe before we get started if you can introduce yourselves to the audience, Jayashree. Uh, thank you, Madhavi. I'm uh, delighted to be part of the 10X podcast. Uh, quickly to introduce myself, uh, I've been in the tech industry for 25 years now. And in that, over 15 years in technology leadership roles, where I've built innovative products for both consumers and enterprises. I'm a servant leader at heart who strongly believe in creating positive impact to transform people beyond who they think they are and what they think they can achieve. I'm super excited to be discussing about one of my favorite books, Becoming, with you today. Lovely, lovely, Jayashree. I think you have a number of interests outside of work as well. Maybe if you can talk about those, at least one or two of your interest areas. Yeah. Sure. Um, I believe in bringing my entire personality to work. Uh, so I really look out for a lot of avenues to express myself. And um, I actually love playing all kinds of sports. I'm a diehard sports enthusiast. And I'm a singer and I'm highly passionate about empowering women because I grew up in an environment surrounded by strong women. I love spending time with children. I love giving back to the society in you know in small ways because it's very close to my heart. And uh, focusing on wellness is like a way of life for me. I thoroughly enjoy coaching and mentoring people to share and learn. And I think that's the way to live a very full life, uh, to have a lot of interest. And I enjoy doing it all. Great hearing that, Jayashree. I think you missed to add, you gave a TEDx talk recently. I loved listening to it. Thanks for that. <laughs> Happiness, right? Thank yeah. you so much. Nice well. yeah. Lovely. So Thank let's you. get started, uh, uh, Jayashree. You already mentioned Becoming is one of your favorite reads, right? Maybe you can tell us why it turned out to be a favorite read for you. And, you know, if you would you recommend it to others? And if yes, to what sort of readers you would recommend that book? Okay. Uh, so Becoming is a former First Lady Michelle Obama's memoir, which traces her life from childhood to a student, to a career woman, to a partner, to a parent, and to being a public figure. But mainly it focuses on the theme of becoming. She doesn't like the idea of asking children, what do you want to be when you grow up? As if growing up is finite, right? Instead, she believes and portrays in the book so beautifully that one becomes oneself over time and you're always learning and growing and you're constantly on the journey of becoming who you truly are. And that's where the book title comes from. Her story is one of you know perseverance, resilience and strength against all odds, being pushed into various situations and how she overcame all that. It's such a real story that everyone can relate to it. She talks about her self-doubts. She talks about her box-checking nature, as she calls it all the fears she carried, the experiences that have shaped her. So I would actually highly recommend it to men and women of all ages, more so to women and children, because she's so relatable and, and the story is so impactful in the way she tells it. And she also has a strong belief that each of us have a story to tell. And for that reason, I would say every child should read it, you know, be it a boy or a girl. So they can also believe that their own story is powerful. Their own story is so unique. And most importantly, that their own story matters. In fact, my older one read it in 2018 itself when the book had come out. And now after reading it myself, I'm having both my husband and second daughter read it because Becoming is truly a very inspiring read and one cannot walk away from it without this strong feeling of wanting to own your voice and wanting to own your story. 
it actually shows how an ordinary person found herself on an extraordinary journey and dealt with everything with a lot of grace and courage and it kindles a lot of self reflection and that will create a ripple effect in your own life and i guarantee that in fact after reading the book i've been poring over michelle's interviews and speeches and while she's this public figure of being you know being the floaters she never fails to come across as someone you're already familiar with because she is you and you are her you will find that reflection and she wants everyone to believe that if she can do it you can do it too so that's why i love becoming and i highly highly recommend it madhvi phenomenal phenomenal jayshree congratulations on getting your family to read it first right that's a, that's a great achievement i would say yeah, yeah. now uh, let's look at uh, uh, michelle's initial phase of becoming right what she calls it as becoming me her growing up years in the south side of chicago or you know getting to princeton or from there getting to howard law school in that phase of her evolution uh, jayshree what are some of the things that you know that intrigued you the most or you liked the most maybe you can recall Uh, Michelle's journey in the book you know starts from growing up in a very simple working class neighborhood uh, called the south side like you said and she actually proudly refers to it in her instagram and twitter handles you should go check it out uh, you know her bio includes the phrase saying the girl from south side she's that proud about you know where she is from and her neighborhood is filled with support of extended family you know aunts and uncles and grandparents who are so actively engaged with each other such a vibrant place and her mom Marianne is undyingly dedicated towards her children and family and uh, she role modeled herself uh, for Michelle with actively being invested in her children and being involved in the community and the school opening up opportunities for Michelle because she notices her intelligence early on in fact when Michelle ends up in a class with a not so great teacher Marianne takes it up with the school to get her moved to a higher grade with a better teacher so it's it's very clear that you know she knows she's going to get the best for her child and michelle also felt that she mattered a lot even as a young girl thanks to her mother instilling that belief in her in fact michelle's father on the other hand is an example of relentless hard work despite his physical you know disability and how he showed up for the family lovingly every single day working hard for them as well as being involved in the community as a precinct captain i guess small early exposure to michelle to politics when she was young it's clear that both of them were foundation to michelle's interest in education and community work that probably you'll see later on in her life so with this the seeds being sown you know very very young and craig her older brother who's a gifted basketball athlete is someone michelle looks up to her entire life and comes across as a very strong pillar and protector for her so it's a very closely knit you know family and both her parents actually taught their children about right and wrong goodness and being honest and have them be themselves you know to use their voice where their parents seem to have listened a lot and didn't seem to advise or patronize too much so this actually have allowed the kids to have a certain kind of freedom and confidence as they grew up i really loved reading about all this because as a parent dealing with you know two teenage daughters at home this really resonated with me and as a lot of learning around parenting that all of us actually can gain uh, michelle faces a first fear of failure and self doubt of am i good enough am i good enough you know when she joins chicago's magnet school where she's actually surrounded by more intelligent students unlike back in her neighborhood where it was very easy for her to stand out 
so she now has to work hard a lot more and her, when her brother goes to princeton she aspires to go there too and when she's told by her high school counselor that she might not be princeton material of course this infuriates her and uh, it also fuels her you know self doubt a lot more like you know am i not good enough then but she just decides that she'll work hard like her parents have taught her and to prove her counselor wrong and starts focusing on getting good grades and becoming her own advocate so this i see is a repeating theme in the book you know focusing on hard work because that's under your control what princeton might decide that's not under your control so just she puts her head down head down and works really hard at it and i um it's it's awesome that she gets it gets to princeton and then uh, she aspires to you know go on to do her law degree at harvard and meanwhile actually at princeton you know this is this i should mention uh, she you know has a boyfriend called kevin who actually uh, wants to give up the princeton degree and go on to become a mascot Uh, you know in the sport football and she, this really you know flabbergasts her because she just cannot fathom why would anybody leave a princeton degree and go on and do something like this right so it's very very uh, clear that she's very uncomfortable with um unusual choices she's she's on a set path and she thinks this is how things should be done um, you know she calls herself with that box checking nature so it's very clear early on that she's very uncomfortable with such you know choices so of course you know she goes on to uh, harvard to pursue a law degree and she takes up a well paying job at a high end law firm she throws herself herself into work because she's out on a mission i have to take care of my student loan i have to grow in my career ladder i have to make it big in life etc etc so during these phases of life the underlying theme is she's surrounded by a loving and supportive environment which is allowing her to thrive helping her shape her how she will be a parent to her girls later on and how she will be self reliant pushing her out of self doubt through hard work right this is one reason why i'm saying it's very very good book for a for our younger generation to you know read because you know maybe in some ways we had it a little hard and we probably understand the value of hard work maybe for the next generation it's a lot easier compared to us given the comforts that we probably have offered so this message comes out very strongly in a subtle way not like in your face but in a very subtle way but consistently throughout the book so i think that's a very uh, fundamental message that can be actually taken out by all the young generation that will read this book there's also a lot of parenting uh, philosophies that we can gain you know as parents um so i think you know for that reason i really love this phase of her life where you can see these values being demonstrated wonderful lessons for all what do you think madhavi oh absolutely i love the role her mother played in her life and love i love the kind of inspiration her father was she in fact mentions that of all the 26 years he worked with chicago water not a single day he skipped service i mean that's so deeply inspiring given the sort of physical ailment that he was lead, uh, dealing with in the later stage of his life right that's uh, truly amazing and her attitude of i will show it to you to that counselor who was you know uh, not <laughs> confident that she would get to princeton right? that was amazing going from am i good enough to i will show you sort of uh, spirit yeah. right that's deeply inspired I, i completely Absolutely. agree with you uh, jayshree now let's yeah. move forward a bit uh, you know uh, michel meets uh, barack and the subsequent narrative uh you know uh, brings out this message that they are uh, uh, two people with slightly contrasting or uh, if not more uh, 
contrasting outlook and you know contrasting personalities too right uh, what yeah. are some of the things that you would like to share with the audience on that uh, jeshri yeah actually the beauty is she herself is so aware of how barak is very different from her uh, barak's childhood is such a contrast to michelle she he grew up in an environment exposed to multiple cultures and countries he was an improbable original i read this word describing him on the internet and i wanted to share it with our listeners because it perfectly describes him i think um a hybrid of you know kenya hawaii and kansas due to his mixed race parents he didn't know his ma- father much his mother lived in a different country majority of the time so he was actually raised by his grandparents in hawaii if you compare that with michelle on the other hand where she is from a solid traditional upbringing with a close knit family around her right so michelle in fact wonders how did barak even make it growing up the way he did she tells herself he must be a solid guy then since he has done so well for himself even with that kind of a background and unsettling upbringing barak is laid back with an air of being unfazed by anything he has a swag and an easy going nature that's very different than the box checking nature of michelle yet i think there's also a lot of similarities um about you know holding where they hold the values of grace kindness goodness service and hope you know close to their heart so actually there's a lot of commonality that is that attracted them to each other so while they were different like yin and yang i think they valued and appreciated similar things in life which probably brought them together it's actually amazing how gracefully they've built a beautiful life together that too in the public eye which is actually not an easy feat at all so absolutely loved observing these contrasts and michelle herself continues to draw us into it as she narrates you know how they met how they grew grew close to each other so it's a beautiful phase of her life to read through and when you see them in public we can relate to their genuine affection love and warmth and most importantly the respect they have for each other when you read through this phase of her life so i really loved that part about them you know to discover that side of oh this is what making them click you know when you go through that entire journey so i loved it uh, yeah absolutely thanks jeshree now uh, let's look at michelle's career a bit right she starts off as this corporate lawyer and you know does does that role for just a few years maybe 2 3 years if i if i recall right and then switches to community service oriented roles that is her way of finding purpose in her career right so what did this part of her journey speak to you what were some of your reactions while going through that part of her story Yeah so uh, there is a fascinating anecdote shared by Michelle in the book one of the nights she wakes up to find Barack Obama deep in thought so she asks him what is troubling you so he says that he's thinking about income inequality she's completely taken aback i mean who would be thinking about something like that in the middle of the night right so michelle in general greatly admires Barack's high-mindedness. Barack insists and has strong faith that the world can be made better and then people should not simply accept the way things are. So Barack's ideas leaves Michelle pondering if she has defined success for herself a little too narrow and if she has left her community behind in her achievements, right? This starts plaguing her a lot as she spends more and more time with Barack who's very clear about, you know what, I'm not after high-paying jobs. but instead focused on you know community and service and giving back and making a difference so this makes her increasingly dissatisfied with her corporate job and on top of it uh, she goes through losing her best friend and father within a short span of time 
this was during a time when she was highly invested in her career so this makes her realize that life is short and it makes her understand that she won't feel fulfilled unless she can swerve towards something more meaningful and satisfactory so at that same time she is also clear that she doesn't want to get sucked into barak's ambition lose her identity so she is dealing with this conundrum you know what do i what do i do so she explores and takes up career options that help her connect with communities and young kids from marginalized neighborhoods and background and she finds that it gives her so much joy to help handle communities like her own south side and the impact she sees gives her a lot of satisfaction so i think finding purpose is something that all of us can relate to because underlying in all of our hearts we all strive for that same contentment in whatever we do so it's very very heartening to see that michelle also went through the same challenge like all of us are going through and she had to make a lot of tough choices along the way to swerve her career so this phase of her life really inspires your heart to almost drive you into hey can i do something like that so it's it's quite um uh, quite inspiring you know that way to read through all her challenges and her thought process and her decision making and how she approached it Uh, i also like the way she talks of the countless number of people well wishers and mentors she connects with at each transition that she takes on her professional front yeah amazing narrative there uh, jeshri okay now uh, the next question right uh, let's look at uh, let's say michelle going through her marriage then juggling a dual career family then children arriving and to top it barack running for presidency right that's sort of a whirlwind of a journey now uh, what are some of things that you liked about that segment of her story uh, jeshri yeah i think you know you rightly put right she surrounded herself with a lot of uh, right people so i'll 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 talk a little bit about that as well so barack's lofty ambitions often has michelle fearing if she will lose sight of her own goals i think that's very clear it keeps coming across you know in the book um, so to help with balancing her family and responsibilities and career she actually surrounds herself with many inspiring women like susan who in michelle's word Uh, words ran meetings with a steely and unflappable grace to valerie who thought nothing of speaking her mind in a room full of opinionated men or zerni who has an instinctive push against thinking thinking small so she actually surrounded herself with women who helped her women who supported her women women who held her hand and mentored her and all of these people encouraged michelle to keep widening widening her vision by asking have you ever thought about this have you ever thought about that I think it's a strong message to all of us women out there to build a supportive network of buddies and mentors that we can actually rely on and the people who will guide us and push us right so this is a wonderful wonderful example of how she has lived through that and the beauty was in how michelle like every one of us struggles to juggle parenting alongside a career especially married to someone like barack who was like he was a loving parent and a husband but probably not always carrying the load equally along with michelle so we can all relate to it she talks about the bitterness that slowly crept into her marriage and how she had to take the support of marriage counseling to realize that she has to take responsibility for her own happiness nobody else is responsible for that this is so empowering to hear that the first couple of the country were not different than any of us going through marital challenges right um and i think michelle successfully didn't let Mar- barack's vision and ambition overshadow her instead she actually let it help her grow and become the best version of herself so it's actually beautiful partnership 
very beautiful way to grow in a relationship and she also talks about the qualities needed to hold a marriage together and how sometimes adjusting is the only thing you can do and uh, she says flexibility is as important as compatibility to hold a family together i think this beautiful advice uh, to a lot of young couples and to the next generation on how they can view marriage and the other thing that intrigued me is how you can't be shy or embarrassed about your needs so while she initially takes pay cuts and tries working part time to get more time with kids and all she realizes after a point you know what this doesn't work she needs better compensation to help support child care because barak is off not after high paying jobs he is just doing what he likes so she actually has to take that responsibility as well and in fact one of the job interviews she takes shasha along with her and she just plonks her on the table symbolically signifying that you know what i come as a package it's a lesson for many women who are uncomfortable to demand the support they need and demand equal deserving pay that matches their worth and uh, so this is again another wonderful lesson in you know this phase of her life and the other thing i want to mention is being in the political limelight exposed her to a lot of personal attack in fact her most famous quote if they go low we go high is such a beautiful lesson for everyone on how to deal with adversaries very gracefully with class yet confidently and courageously using experiences and skill to make a voice for yourself and stand tall so i i you know i know we also you know face our own version of challenges where people probably you know pull us down or people are not you know supporting us we feel like we are cornered all of that so this is you know um, a wonderful way to adapt from how michelle actually dealt with it all right probably at a much much different scale than uh, you know uh, us but nevertheless there is a lot of nuggets to learn from there as well absolutely lovely lovely jayshree thanks for sharing your uh, favorite segments from that part of her life now yeah. anything that you liked from her work as the first lady of the united states absolutely in fact uh, that's probably uh, a favorite part of mine as well because she focused on children a lot right in fact in one of the interviews her staff members say that anytime michelle is annoyed or afraid they would secretly talk amongst themselves saying let's get a bunch of kids in front of her and that immediately always cheers her up and i think that shows how much she loved and uh, cared about children and the interactions that she valued um yeah actually um she ideated and executed a number of initiative and programs for children right from tackling obesity among children through getting the food industry to make positive changes creating awareness about eating healthy while building a garden in the white house and getting children to be physically active through let's move campaign if you think about it it's very simple and basic things right eating right and moving and all that but i think that's where the power lies to create awareness and impact uh, she deeply cared about education and mentoring children especially girls so she started this you know campaign called let's Girl, girls learn and then another campaign called reach higher for college students she cared about military families as well so she launched joining forces to ensure their wellness and education and employment so as an underlying theme i think she cared about young people and education a lot it's very inspiring and heartwarming because she understood the power of the platform she was given and the influence she can wield in the minds of young people and she very smartly chooses them because that's what gives hope for the society moving forward personally kids are very close to my heart i love playing with them i love spending time with them because they fill your heart with a lot of joy with their innocence and optimism so it's great that 
instead of just playing an ornamental first lady role she took it very seriously and did a lot of impactful work for the younger generation so huge kudos to her for that yeah deeply inspiring as well thanks jeshri now yeah uh, any closing remarks before we uh, wind up for the conversation yeah absolutely i think the biggest takeaway from this book is the strong belief that every one of us matter and have the power to make a difference through the work we do in fact in one of the most heart-wrenching circumstances after a shooting at harper's harper high school in chicago that leaves no hope she's clear with her message to the students asking them not to wait for positive changes through politics she says honestly no one's going to save you anytime soon you school you already have what it would take to succeed such a powerful message for the children and if we apply to all of us she really means use every opportunity that come your way to affect change around you i think it's very powerful and it's very real um and she's also very brave throughout the book sharing many vulnerable moments of self doubts and challenges in her career marriage and white house so there's just so much power in being authentic and real i think that's who she was so i'd leave the listeners with these as being the few main messages that i'm sure i'm going to carry forward from becoming lovely lovely jeshri i'm sure each of us readers you know would find at least a segment of her story uh, you know similar to our own or segments from our own lives right yeah uh, thanks for sharing your insights from the book and i absolutely loved listening to you many of the threads that you picked up resonated deeply with me as well thanks for the time and thanks for this conversation jeshri Thank you. Thank you so much, Madhavi. Wonderful talking to you. Thank you. Bye bye.